BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine, the show that teaches you how to survive the stuff that can kill you. Like getting lost in a swamp or inhaling gas fumes or alligators. Oh, I'm scared. They're very scary. And the stuff that just makes you wish you were dead. Like your boyfriend making the news or tying your shoelaces together or improvising wrestlers. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. I'll pass. (laughs) What I won't pass on. Our theme song. Correct. Let's do it. Welcome to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. I'm Danielle. I'm Christine. And uh, Christine, how are you today? I'm good. It's afternoon. Yes. So a rare afternoon record. Yeah. We're not going to have alcohol in this one. No. So (laughs) we had a very fun, um, our first Patreon episode. We recorded the other uh, night. It was it was fun. It was super fun. We all got a little tipsy. We did get a little tipsy, but I want to use this opportunity to yeah. I felt like totally sick the next day. Like I you just, did yeah. I'm so old. Like I just can't drink anymore. Maybe it's because I hadn't had dinner and it was we we canned alcohol. We stopped at Panda Express. <laughs> oh, you did. It was my first time eating Panda Express, but it was the only your first time ever in my life. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had anything but the egg rolls, which are horrible. Um, we had like bowls with um, rice and vegetables, and then I and orange chicken on top, which you wouldn't yeah, eat, but right. you could have gotten shrimp. But we were, yeah. we since we carpooled together, you know, we you got off Jessie. at my exit. Jesse Gaskell, and, who was our special guest? She doesn't live too far, you know, from from me, and we were starving. We went into a Whole Foods because we yeah. were like, you know, they have a good food bar. They do, but they were shutting everything down, oh. and so everyone that was cleaning up was just ignoring us. Oh, <laughs> so we looked at what was around us, and there was a, a panda. Express 
that was 500 feet away and closing in like nine minutes. So we just booked it over there. And the guys there were even like, so we're closing in like four minutes. And we're like, we'll eat really fast. And then we stayed for like 40 minutes. <laughs> oh, plus they're closing? Just talking. Did I they mean, just stare at you they didn't, I don't, They were cleaning. I don't think they cared. I oh. mean, but... I think that's why I didn't feel bad the next, like as bad as oh, I usually do. Yeah, because we wolf down fast food. That was smart. Yeah. yeah, you didn't eat when you got home. I, I think it was too late, so I didn't eat. Oh man. yeah, yeah. I don't think I ate. But I should have eaten ahead of time. It, is what I it was great that Jesse did bring us this balloon that I'm staring at right now because <laughs> she thought we were having. I did find the text, by the way, that she was referencing. Okay, so explain to the audience. Okay, so haven't yet signed up for Patreon. I so Jesse was our first guest. I invited her to be our first guest because she's one of our dear friends and yes. she's and she's very funny. Yeah. So I knew it'd be a good episode, and I said you might want to wear the green dress because she has this very red carpet fancy green like full length gown oh. that she bought at some point I think because she thought it was so beautiful and she's like eventually I'm going to go to an award show yes because she's a professional writer, writer yeah. who does go to award shows and then the pandemic hit and she's never gotten <laughs> oh. to wear it okay and I said you might want to wear that dress because this is going to be a VIP event Oh, Chris, and she doesn't understand sarcasm. I, I think she does, but and then Not in text. I think she thought we were having our one year anniversary. anniversary. So she brought us a big, beautiful gold balloon. <laughs> she got out of the one. car with it, and I go, What's that? <laughs> <laughs> and then she got really embarrassed and didn't want to bring it in. Oh my God, it's She's so like, cute. Oh my God, I don't want to bring it in. And I'm like, You have to bring oh, you're it in. Bringing it in. This is the best. And yeah. then, so we did sort of make it a one year celebration yes. because we had never acknowledged it. I think we were so busy just like <laughs> making new episodes and booking guests and like promoting the show that we actually never yeah, acknowledged it. We forgot it. that we had a birthday. Well, speaking of Patreon, I yes. want to remind people who have not... First of all, thank you, everybody who has signed up. We're so excited about people being on Patreon, and we're going to list some of our, our patrons at the end, end of, of the show. Episode. Yeah, so listen for your name. But I also want to just refresh people's memory about what it is you get. So for the $3 level, which is called Remain Calm, yes. appropriately, you get, um, well, you get the newsletter, of course, and you get 10% off our merchandise. Forever. Forever. You get, um, yeah, so that's that's pretty good. I mean, I'm, you know, I like a sale. <laughs> so 10% off. Who that, doesn't? That's going to bring me in. Um, for the $5 a month Patreon level called Assess the Situation. Yes. Um, you get, of course, the 10% off and the newsletter. And you get exclusive content, which means we record the show's fat. Mm -hmm. So we cut a lot of stuff out just so that the typical episode of How to Survive is around an hour. Sometimes we, it goes to an hour 15-ish, but we try to keep it around that. So we have a lot of extra content. We cannot shut up. We're loud mouths. And we like <laughs> the sound of our own voices. Not literally, but in the, in the, in the abstract, <laughs> we like to hear ourselves talk. So you get that all that extra goodness you get a, well, actually, what you get is the unedited episode, which has all the extra goodness in it. We cut out some of our mistakes, and if we say anything too racist. <laughs> we, have a, we have a bell that goes off when we say something too racist. Exactly. <laughs> if we start quoting Dilbert comics. <laughs> oh my God, we, that guy's the worst. Is that the funniest self-own, like, 
Wow, but he even in the video. I don't know if you how much you saw I, the video. I, I didn't see it at all. Oh, you didn't see? I oh, just you have to watch. I it. just saw the headline about it, and I already knew he was a, yeah. an awful person. And I was like, well, here he goes again. So I didn't even. Well, he talks about how you have to get away from black people. Those are literally <laughs> his words. Oh my god! Yeah, because they're racist. Oh, they're the problem. So you have to get away from them. Historically, it's not us who have been the problem. Okay, Wait, Dilbert. Didn't he say he identified as black for a long time? What? I never heard that. He tweeted that. I think it was him. He's like, well, this is wh- why this is all racist, racist, racist. And then well, this is why I identified as black for several years. And okay, I, you're going to have to look that up. Rachel Dolezal. Yeah. You're going to have to look that up because I don't know that part. That. But within that re- re- uh, live, it was like a live feed for his YouTube channel or something. I don't know. Does YouTube, YouTube does live, right? YouTube live. I think so. He, um, he basically said, well, this is the end. <laughs> basically, he acknowledged, <laughs> those aren't the words, but he sort of acknowledged like, well, I've definitely dug my... He knows. Yes, except he has enough self-awareness. Yeah. Wow. Okay, then for the $10 a month level, which is called Seek Shelter, you get, of course, the 10% off merchandise. You get the newsletter. You get the extra lengthened episode with the bonus content. And you get a shout out. Uh, which we will get to at the end of the episode today. We won't be shouting out everybody, but we will start and then we will eventually get to everybody. And this is what we were alluding to earlier. You get an extra whole episode a month, mm-hmm. one extra episode, which is a little loosier, a little goosier, a, a little, little more, juicier, a little boozier, a little boozier, <laughs> a little boozier. It's almost, I don't want to say it's OnlyFans, <laughs> but it does get. It don't. <laughs> Guys, I might not know what OnlyFans is. I think you don't. But it does get a little, it does get a little, uh, well, rated R. Yeah. Um, So go to Patreon and look up How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. Check it out. Check it out. And if you can, are able to, willing, and uh, have your mental faculties uh, in in order. Or if you don't. Or if you don't, sign up. Thank you for that. Really well done presentation. Thanks. Thanks. I liked oral reports when I was in school. I did shy away. Oh, I I missed school to not do them. You're so shy. You're such a little shy buttercup. I was. You really are. I got over it. You did. For the most part. I know you did. I have another TV question. Okay. So I've watched three episodes of Poker Face. Yes. Love her. Yes. I find the show fun. Yeah. But I don't know if I'm the audience for this kind of mystery show. Because? Because you already know. Like Columbo. But I don't think that's my thing. Oh, I think because you sort of watch her. You're a step ahead of her. Yes. And you watch her figure it out. Right. And I don't think I like that. Okay. I I think I like to be surprised. So you're not a fan of Columbo? I guess not. I don't think, I think I saw Columbo a little bit when I was a kid, but I I think it wasn't a thing I was, my family watched that much or that I know a a lot about. I I know him sort of through cultural osmosis. Yes. But I thought, well, I already know. I don't. I get it. I feel a little bored. Okay. Do yourself a favor. Do me a favor. Yes. Do the world a favor. Thank you. Watch the episode where there's a band. Like okay. A heavy metal band. Chloe Sevigny? Yes, it I is I think Chloe that Sevigny. might be the next one. Okay. That was, so far, I think my favorite. Okay. Um, so just see if you like that, and if not, then yeah, just, or maybe just watch that and don't watch anymore. I get it. If it's not your thing, it's not your thing. I just find it, um, I find it pleasant and uh, fun. 
Yeah. But that one I particularly liked. Okay, I'll watch it. It also like weirded me out that they were both in the same thing because to me they're kind of the same person. <laughs> like Natasha Leon and Chloe Sevigny. Like were they in a movie? They, I don't know. They just both seem to be like coming to prominence at the same time. Yes. They're both like indie darling types. They both seem like art monsters. Yeah. You know that they <laughs> be. What is an art monster? I mean, like, I don't know that word. They're just term. like people at these parties that aren't even for actors. You know, we're just like. Andy Warhol's in the corner and he's like you're my muse and she's like of course I am and she's smoking a long cigarette and then she just throws paint on a wall and he's like that's amazing that does sound like who they are in my head and they yeah yeah and they just wear like a sequin top but underpants and (laughs) that's it yes that's them check out that episode okay speaking of episodes we got to get into our let's do it we are going to discuss how to survive an alligator attack. I'm so into this. I don't know if you know my weird obsession slash fear with alligators. So is it similar to my weird obsession slash fear with rats? Yeah, maybe. Okay. I, it's hard for me to look at them. Oh, because just looking at them gives me chills. Really? I mean, luckily, alligators are really never in your house. Well, like rats are in my house yeah. currently. Oh, so fuck, 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 fuck. Okay, well, first I'm going to do a little education because I never understood the difference between alligators and crocodiles. Okay. Alligators are crocodiles, but crocodiles aren't alligators. It's a it's a square. I don't even know what you're saying right now. Well, I think crocodile is the largest term. Okay. But in any case, alligators are the ones that have the wide sort of um, trapezoidal snout. Okay. Whereas crocodiles have that V-shaped, like... Longer... Well, it's it's a V. It's it's, okay. it's pointier. Okay. It's just you know you can picture it. it's like a round yes. snout compared to like an almost triangular snout. Okay. So alligators prefer fresh water, while crocs tend to prefer salt water or brackish water, which is a combination of salt water and fresh water. Um, alligators are native to southern United States, like Florida Ever- Everglades mm-hmm. and China. So oh, that was interesting. That is. Crocodiles are found in Africa, Australia, India, Central America, and in the Pacific. So it doesn't say in America. So, but maybe that's just they're brought over or something. An estimated 5 million wild American alligators are spread out across 10 states. In 5 million? S- yeah. That's a lot. In the southeast and beyond, including parts of North Carolina and even the extreme southeastern tip of Oklahoma. Ooh. Louisiana has an estimated 2 million wild gators in a state of about 4.65 million people. Jeez Louise. That's like an alligator for every two and a half people. And they are become a half once you get an alligator. <laughs> yeah. Florida sports roughly 1.25 million alligators and more than 1,000 American crocodiles. So there are some. And Georgia has about a quarter of a million alligators. Some of these gators inhabit places where lots of people live and many others vacation, such as lakes and rivers all across Florida and coastal South Carolina. Yet gator attacks aren't that frequent and deaths even more infrequent. So that's good. That is good. There were 442 unprovoked bite incidents in Florida from 1948 to 2021. And oh, that doesn't seem like that, that much, no. I would have guessed if you... Ask me, I would have said that was the year, like yes, last year. Right. And 26 of these bites resulted in people dying, in, according to the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. Do you think they're lying, though, to just up their tourism? Yeah, maybe. 
maybe or maybe people don't report it because they're embarrassed. Yeah, it is kind of embarrassing. It is like just don't be around them. Right. No, it, it turns out you'll see there's. Okay, it turns out gators and natural conditions simply aren't that interested in people. According to Kimberly Andrews, a gator and snake expert with a doctorate in ecology from the University of Georgia. We are not their prey. If you think about it, we're quite dangerous to attack. Oh. Maybe. Well, we do fight we back. Have mace. Mm-hmm. We have alligator spray. Yeah. We've sharpened, we have sharp nails. Like women now with their nails. Oh my God, with those nails. Yes, and their gels. They're not just coming off. No, Think they are the, glued on yes, there. Yes, look at those things. They are talons. Yeah, I'd, want, I'd not want to meet one of those women. We've got arms and legs. We can stand upright. We can walk. We can swim. We're not a good animal to pick a fight mm, with. We can poke in the eyeballs. That's right. Unless they're confronted, they're going to stay on their own turf. Mm-hmm. Education is key to avoiding a bad encounter, Andrew said. Start with knowing when gators are most active. Courtship season starts as spring warms up. Mating extends in early summer and in Okefenokee Swamp in southeastern Georgia. That's adorable. We start to see eggs hatch hatch out starting in September and October. And that's when the females are most protective when they feel someone is threatening their babies. Yeah, just like the hippo mom and the bear mom. Many of the moms we've covered. Right. Your best season is winter. If it's cold, they're not doing a whole lot. Mm -hmm. When temperatures start settling into the 80s, gators become mostly nocturnal. So it's best to avoid that refreshing night dip in unknown waters when it's hot. Yeah, don't go for a dip in Florida's nighttime waters. At all, ever. No. Unprovoked attacks are rare, Andrew said. People are usually the provocators, not the gators. Did you say provocators or provocateurs? Provocateurs. Well, I... Remember that underwear store in yes, L.A.? Yes, Agent Provocateur. Provocateur. That was like, someday I'm going to be so yes. successful that yeah. I can go in there and buy lingerie. And also have the lifestyle in which that would be required right. or, or helpful in any way. It's ridiculous it never that I would ever even have had that thought. No, I did. I had but the I, exact same thought. It was on Melrose. Yes. Yeah. And it was by the improv because that's when I, I remember that's when I worked at the improv. Oh, that's right. And I'd have to take the money, the day's earnings <laughs> money down to the bank. Wa- I walked it. Oh. <laughs> I were you oh, tempted, tempted to go into agent provocateur? And just blow it all? Yeah. And just all just on a, lingerie. Mary widow <laughs> for <and> matching garters. <laughs> exactly. That's what I would go to prison for. No one saw it. Is and I just what, wore it. Is that Winona, what Winona Ryder took? Did she take lingerie? What did she take from Saks? Was it from Saks? It was around that time, I think. It wasn't an acting book. Um, <laughs> I don't know what she took. What a, that was such a good slam. It wasn't. They don't sell acting books at Saks. It was funny, though. I really oh, okay, liked it. Um, good dig. I still like her. I, mean, I, I, I don't think she's great, but I still like her. I like her. You know, she, you know what? I'll tell you what. She can act better than I can. Well, same for me. That's, you know, <laughs> but I'm also not trying to get cast. No. Today, maybe tomorrow. Um, okay. Unprovoked attacks are rare, Andrew said. People are usually the provocateurs, mm-hmm. not the gators. Gators can be disturbed or confused when folks have been known to try to grab them by their tails or go in for a close-up photo of sunning gators. Oh, uh, who's who's trying to grab an alligator by I'm its tail? Guessing a lot of people. People in Florida? Yeah, well. Yeah, I think it's a whole industry. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a it's like a tourism spot called grab an, grab an alligator yeah. by a tail for a stuffed yeah. animal. Even worse, people will feed them. 
Mm-mm. Then the reptiles start to associate humans with food. Yeah. That's what happened with the fucking cats in my backyard. Yes. That's when gators can be most dangerous, when they've lost their natural fear or disinterest in people. Mm. They're, mo- they're more likely to take the easy way out and get our food than to do the work to fight for it, Andrew said. In areas where we have high rates of tourism, but not a lot of education and oversight of how people are interacting with alligators, we see feeding issues. Mm. If you do have a gator encounter, she suggests staying calm and respecting its territory. Say you're kayaking and you see an alligator. Just keep going past it. Give it a wide berth Mm -hmm. as much as the space will allow. Don't take the paddles and slap the water. Sometimes people do that to scare the alligator off, but you're actually indicating you're a a direct threat. Uh, I just want to take this moment to say that my only experience with alligators, my Mm -hmm. closest experience with alligators, is watching the original Muppet movie like 2,500 times. (laughs) You've never seen one in the wild? I don't know. I'm sure I've seen one at like a zoo or something. Do they have them at zoos? They do. I don't know. I know Lyle Lyle Crocodile, but that's a crocodile. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, he's got that snout. Yeah. Yeah, because it's pointier. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a very long pointy snout. Yeah. If for some reason they start to swim toward you, usually try to go in the other direction and just show you're not interested. Bye. Or paddle right on by and ignore the animal. Also, never mess with the reptile's children. Mm -mm, Don't try to, like, pet the cute little ones. Right. We always tell people that those one-foot baby alligators, even though they're so cute... They're the most dangerous sized alligators to mess with. That's because they're possibly a near there's possibly a nearby mother yes. ready to protect her young. More ways to avoid an attack. Don't feed ducks, turtles, or other animals that share waters with alligators. Stay about sixty feet or more away from an adult alligator. If an alligator hisses or lunges at you, you are too close. <laughs> I'll stay further. I don't even need further? Farther? Yeah. Further's right. I'll stay further. I feel like they'd both be right. But I think it's further. If you're driving, let an alligator cross the road. Why? Because he can. (laughs) They move across roadways the most often in spring and summer. Supervise pets and children when you're in gator territory. Large alligators do not recognize the difference between domestic pets and wild food sources. I just thought of that horrible thing that happened at Disney World. Remember? I don't. uh, Oh, they were at one of the theme parks, um, like branded hotels. Mm Mm-hmm. And the kid got eaten by an alligator. Oh, that's Something awful. Like that. That's and, yeah. awful. The Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission also advises, never swim outside of posted areas and swim only during daylight hours. Alligators are most active between dusk and dawn. Get rid of fish scraps and garbage cans at boat ramps and fish camps. Don't toss them in the water. You don't need chum for these guys. They're just going to come and bite you. Think you're more. Your hand is just chum yes. to them. Experts also advise people to call local or state authorities if you see alligators roaming around neighborhoods and other places you wouldn't expect. Oh, yeah. You know somebody on next door is like suspicious <laughs> alligator. I think he's black. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do it, not try. There's a non, it didn't ring. There's not a non-white person. <laughs> it didn't ring. <laughs> do not try to handle the reptiles yourself. Oh, yeah. I won't. Okay. Here we go. What to do if you're attacked. Okay. Heaven forbid you're being attacked by an alligator. What? Okay. Would you know what to do? I would not. If the gator is trying to drag you under the water, you have to assume at this point you're fighting for your life and you've got to give 
it all you've got. We recommend trying to poke them in the eye, mm-hmm. hitting them in the top part of the skull or the side of the jaw. Danielle, now will you be okay to poke in the eyes? Because I know that's a thing that's I mean, hard for you. It would be really hard, but I guess you got to try. Got to. Maybe if you have a stick. Well, you might not have a stick in your hand. I just, yeah. I, I really want to encourage you to do the eye pokes if you have. So there's to. a way for me to practice this. Garen? Get a jello mold or something. Will you let her practice on you? <laughs> take you off your glasses. Me, do you want me to surgically <laughs> alter my face so that I do have a long snout? I don't think you need to. Just take off your glasses. Oh. <laughs> 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 Those points are sensitive on alligators, just like they are on us. Mm-hmm. In, in a water attack, the danger is more from drowning than the bite. Oh. So get to land if possible. We're better on land than they are. They're better in the water. But don't assume all is safe if you're on land and the alligator has more in its arsenal than a fearsome set of teeth. You can be injured if you're hit by the tail. Oh. Gators can also whip around with their skull and use it like a battering ram. Oh, man. They have a lot of talent. They are so multi-talented. Well... I know Lyle, Lyle, crocodile's a crocodile, but he's very talented, and he too. Can, what a singer. He can sing and tap dance. He sings just like Shawn Mendes. Oh, that's, I didn't see the... Did you guys see the movie? I forget. Well, Benji and I walked out of it. Oh, wow. If you walk a kid, that, like, did he turn to you and say, Mom, this is enough, or what? He was like, I don't like this movie. <laughs> And Alex had no interest she in She wasn't going. there. It was, we, he and I were having a, Mommy a day together, and... He wanted to see it for some reason because it's a little young for him now. Oh, but yeah. I think he had forgotten for a moment that he does not like singing in movies. Oh, that's right. You told me that. So, so specific. It's It was like they all start singing and dancing also spontaneously like a musical. Yeah. So they'll just like be that. having dialogue and then, you know, the mom will break into song and he was like, we're out of here. So. so he must not like a lot of cartoons then, too. Well, because a lot he loves he loves Bob's Burgers, so he'll tolerate it in certain certain things. But did you guys read the book when he was when they were kids? Tons, yeah. He loved. I think he loved the book, so he thought the books were so cute. I love them. Good. Okay. Um. Okay. Where did I go? They have many talents. Their tails can. Yes. And heads. You okay? Battering rams. Battering rams. Andrews knows firsthand how dangerous that can be. She was part of a capture team once that had a gator taped up and its mouth secured when it unexpectedly whipped its head around. It actually hit me broad with the side of its head across my shins. And I blacked out. She blacked out? Can you imagine? I can't imagine being hit hard enough in your shins that you would black out. And I wondered, oh my gosh, did I fracture my shin bone? I had a lump the size of a tennis ball. It is amazing how muscular and powerful they are. The gator used its mouth. Use yours. The gator uses its mouth. Use yours. Scream. Make as much noise as you can. Not only fight back, but make yourself as big and as much a pain in the rear as you possibly can. I thought I was supposed to be biting the alligator back. I know. I think it it was a Mm -hmm. a turn there. It was a little twist. But if I have to, I'll bite that alligator, too. I'm not scared. It's probably like beef jerky. Yeah. It's probably not even going to feel it. Yeah. Tell him you're going to make him into shoes and a purse. Yes. (laughs) If people are nearby, they should call 911 for help. If a pole is nearby, someone can beat on the gator and give it another target. Another person in an attempt 
Another person in an attempt to rescue you should never come in the water after you and the alligator. They can help you most by being on the ground and helping you get to the ground. Other ways to fend off an attack. Here are some more survival tips from various wildlife departments and other experts. If you can escape on land, run away in a straight line. Experts debunk the advice to zigzag. Oh, I always thought it was zigzag. Right? Serpentine. No. Gators can move really fast on land, but only in short spurts and distances before they tire out. Oh, so the zigzag doesn't matter. Yeah. Try to cause a gag reflex by jamming any objects you can reach into the back of the alligator's mouth. Sometimes a gator will reposition its prey in its mouth with its jaw back open. That is your chance to escape. So it's trying to go like... Like so rearrange. Try to stick a stick in their mouth. No, there's well, that is one thing. But the other thing is that sometimes, like a dog with a bone, they try to get a better grip. Okay. So when they open again to get a better grip on you, you escape. Oh. Alligators clamp down with powerful jaws, then twist and roll. If an alligator bites your arm, it may help to grab the alligator and roll with it to reduce tearing of the arm. Uh. Are you ready for a story? I am really excited about this story. Erica Merda's, Merda's nightmare started on the afternoon of July 17th when the 43-year-old Sarasota resident, who owns an irrigation sprinkler company, found himself with some free time on his hands after completing a job. While heading back home, he spotted a dirt road that he'd never been on and took off down it in his van before deciding to do some exploring on foot. Before long, he was wandering through the dense overgrowth near the Manatee Fish Camp. I was having a good time out in the woods, getting up in the heavy brush, he says. It probably doesn't sound fun to most people, but I'm a Florida boy. After nearly three hours of exploring, Merida was thirsty and hopelessly lost. He eventually spotted his van on the other side of the two-square-mile reservoir that he'd just spent hours bushwhacking around and decided to swim back to it. (sighs) Merida waded into the water, fully clothed, but made little progress, and soon felt himself being pulled under by the weight of his heavy work clothes. Mm -hmm. After shedding his clothing, he continued his swim. And that's when he had a sick feeling that something was following him. Dun, dun. Yep. I looked over, he recalls, and was staring straight into the eyes of a gator that was just a couple feet from me. I tried swimming away from it, but the moment my right arm... Sorry. I tried swimming away from it, but the moment my right arm came out of the water, it grabbed my forearm from the side. The memory of what happened next is forever seared into Merida's brain. I felt it latch onto my arm, and then the gator pulled me underwater three times, trying to drown me. But I wrapped my left arm around it and just kept kicking my feet, trying to get to the surface of the water. Gasping for air, Merida was yanked back underwater one last time as the alligator attempted to violently spin its human victim. Oh, that's the part that really freaks me out. Yep. A maneuver known as a death roll. Death roll. I like a death roll with a little ginger. Oh, really? And some wasabi. Sometimes, though, they make the death roll so big you can't even fit it into your mouth. And it's you can't get the... You can't get the chopsticks around it. No, and don't fry it. No. Don't fry a death roll. Uh, in an effort to dismember him. The force of this attack ripped his arm right off. No. Between his shoulder and elbow. Oh, God, it's like a chicken wing. Yep. That gator swam off with my arm, said Merida. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm not laughing about him. No, I no, just... no. <laughs> That's the point. The bone was sticking out, but it didn't... No, it wasn't. But it was. No, listen, it didn't hurt that bad at first, probably because of the shock. Yeah, probably. Imagine just watching an animal swim off with your arm. 
Just a human arm. Just a human so arm. So unsettling. He gave up trying to reach his van and swam back to the overgrown shoreline using his good arm. The one he had? Yeah. Marat. What if the one that he, the alligator took was his good arm? Oh, well, no. now they, now it's changed. Yeah, right? automatically. Yeah. Miraculously, miraculously, his stump wasn't bleeding. Once he reached land, he fell asleep in the sawgrass. Oh wow! Yeah, that doesn't seem like a good. No, don't take a nap now, <laughs> no, honey. No. When the sun rose the next morning, Meredith spotted a tree and managed to pull himself up the trunk using one arm. What? I, this is a Florida boy. Yeah. Well, yeah, Florida boys be Floridan. He. Sh- <laughs> He, shout, he, yeah. sh- he shouted, I mean, I would just cry. There's, there's no, I would, have, I would have no. I would have bled out to death, I yes. think. I, just, I wouldn't even. He shouted and waved at the planes flying overhead, like King Kong. Yes. Um, <laughs> but it did little good. It felt like the swamp was holding me there, he says. Oh, but I figured I could either stay there and probably die or try to get the hell out of there. Wow. Because it seemed hopeless trying to push his way inland through the thorns and thick underbrush, he decided to head back to the water mm-hmm. in an effort to wade around the overgrown shoreline and somehow find his way back to where he'd parked his van. At times, he caught glimpses of the eyes of an alligator that appeared to be following him. It would pop out of the water, then disappear and reappear, he says. It was pretty terrifying. I'll say. He stumbled upon a concrete pad by the shoreline and decided it would be better to sleep there than in the marsh. For the next two days, no, he continued dragging himself through the thick vegetation, eating purple flowers and drinking the muck and mud-filled swamp water Ugh. as sharp thorns continually tore into his bare feet and flies. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and flies. Oh, he's naked. Yeah, he's naked and he has one arm. <laughs> um, Is he single? <laughs> single-armed. <laughs> And flies buzzed around the mangled remains of his arm. Oh, my God. The pain in my feet. <laughs> this is my favorite part. The pain in my feet almost took away the pain from my arm. Whoa. So, you know, small blessings. By the fourth day, Merida was running out of energy and dragging himself through the underbrush by grabbing onto the branches with his left hand. I could barely move, he recalls. <sighs> I was running out of water to drink, and everything around me was a wall of thorns. Every time I... St- a stick would poke at the open tissue of my wound. Oh. I'd scream. Oh, I was pretty. <laughs> Karen, Karen, help! <laughs> I was pretty much screaming the whole time because of the pain. Late in the afternoon of the fourth day, Meredith spotted an empty beer bottle, and he instantly knew that he couldn't be far from civilization. Thank God for littering. Right? Moments later, he peered through the thick foliage and spotted what appeared to be a man climbing into a truck. I started screaming, but he couldn't hear me at first, he recalls. I stumbled and ran toward him. He looked pretty surprised to see this buck-naked guy who was missing an arm (laughs) waving at him. Within minutes, a helicopter arrived, and Merida, who had lost 15 pounds... Come on, Lucky. some of it's from the arm, though. I mean, you know, if it was a woman, I know she would have gained weight. any weight, right? Even if, even with your arm yeah. gone, you would have somehow gained yes. water weight from yep. being in the water or something. You would have been bloated. Yeah, I stumbled and ran toward him. He, oh, sorry, uh, Merida, who had lost 15 pounds during the ordeal, was flown to Sarasota Memorial Hospital. Doctors spent the next three weeks pumping him full of antibiotics while removing more bone and flesh from what remained of his infected limb. That gator did what it was instinctively supposed to do. Meredith's girlfriend, who declined to give her name. Because <laughs> she didn't want to get doxxed on social media. She's, she, she, she's like, I'm with this idiot. 
I actually don't think he's an idiot. I think he's very like together and smart. But I just thought it was funny that for whatever reason she doesn't want to be. <laughs> like, I'm not just... Maybe she's maybe she's you know implicated in more serious stories and doesn't want anyone making the connection. Maybe she hired the alligator. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's like a. It's like, um, whatever, I'll think of it in a second. But if, <laughs> but if anyone was going to survive uh, something like this, it would be Eric. He's very, very resilient. Days after his rescue, a trapper removed two alligators, one six feet long, the other nine feet long from the lake. I don't understand why they were removing them. I mean, that they are where they're supposed to be. Yeah. It could have been either one of them that attacked me, explains Merida. With my luck, it was the nine-foot gator. God never gives me easy challenges. Wow. <laughs> Despite losing his arm, Merida is convinced that the four days he spent fighting to survive in a swamp is one of the best things that ever happened to him. People always say that. He hopes to... I'd be like, that was literally the worst thing that's <laughs> yeah. ever happened to me, and yes. I get no positive side from it. He hopes to one day parlay the experience into a career as a motivational speaker. I'm no longer afraid of death, he says, and I and I bless every day that I'm here. As for uh, his missing arm, Merida, who was recently fitted for a prosthetic insists that if I could talk to the gator, I'd tell him, you can keep the arm, but give me my hand back. Hmm. Does he want his hand attached to his elbow? His stump? Oh, yeah. did he, it's from the elbow down? Or no, it's he not said from the shoulder it was, down. It was said between the shoulder and the elbow. So like here, mid Okay, mid so he's got a little bit of a stump. Yeah, so he, so he just wants a wants, hand on he that? He wants like a, like a T-Rex hand or does he want or does he want it as a souvenir maybe he wants it yeah just in a he wants to put it in a frame so that was the story of uh what alligators can do to you that was insane i i mean i don't know how somebody survives for four days lost in a you know jungle or the everglades without even with having both arms he had no equipment all those you know all the previous episodes we've done where it's like, well, bring this and bring that, bring that. But nothing. He had nothing at this point. He's naked. He's literally naked and the elements are naked. He's naked. He's naked and afraid. Naked and afraid. Like the show. And, yeah. and he's eating muck water and some kind of flowers that he apparently knew he weren't knew poisonous. He knew purple flowers are somehow okay not poisonous. Eat. I don't know. That's wild. And yes, no arm, but didn't bleed to death somehow. I'm wondering if, like, maybe the infection closed it off. Like, yeah, maybe. Well, I was gonna say, yeah. Okay. So it didn't. Like, maybe it sort of closed <laughs> off with pus. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't so know. Maybe, I was thinking maybe something in the water, like, closed it off. I don't know. I don't know enough to 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 even speculate. But we've never posited to be experts. Not at all. If I could guess, I would assume that the jaw crushed his arm at the end. Oh, like crushed it closed? And just, it it just like mashed it into a, like a whatever of uh, Like a pulpy flesh. seal? Yeah. It was like when yeah. you do that, that, that you, like searing material with a, a searer, you know those things? It's like a yeah. hot, it's like a hair straightener, but yes. it's like you're saying that. Yeah, like, a, like cauterized basically? Yeah, cauterized it? Yeah, or it just, I mean, if he was bleeding and it bled when it was like mashed, and his artery was just stuck together and the blood just kind of sealed over, maybe? I wish I knew. Yeah. I feel like there's a way we can find out. There probably is. On the internet, and then maybe we'll find out. And maybe we'll let you guys know what we find out. I don't want to make any big promises. No. Now, normally that story would have sapped me of all my energy. But, lucky for me, before the show started, we all had some shots. magic mind shot. Yeah, not shots. Not, not alcoholic shots. No, no. Shots of magic mind which is this 
really actually delicious. Um, well, we had the matcha, right? Yeah. Um, it's like an, a little energy drink, and it's it purports to like replace caffeine, and it gives you it does give you a boost of energy. I I do feel I felt quite it. energized. Yeah. I yeah. I feel really awake. And not, but like not over caffeinated. No, not like you're spinning out of control. I don't feel jittery. I don't feel like, I mean, I can have coffee without feeling jittery, but like if I have too much coffee, I get really jittery and I don't feel jittery at all, but I definitely feel alert. And I also like the taste of this. It's definitely, it's tart. Like if if you're a person who likes like um, citrusy grapefruit. If you like um, a pomplemousse. If you like a pomplemousse. It does uh, taste gr- grapefruity to me. Yeah. What do you think, Garen? It, it, the shape of it reminds me of those those shots like you can get that that are like for immunity boost and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. They're really hard to drink because they're heavy with ginger or some really powerful t- yeah. t- turmeric or whatever. This is pleasant. I really enjoyed. I I would drink it. Yeah. A lot. It's very tasty. Well, they're, you get to because we have more. Yeah. Good. I, and they're I very they're very pretty little bottles. Yeah. yeah. I like the waves. And it's yeah, it's really nice art and it's just it looks um it just it looks more personal and less like not something you'd find at a gas station like no. energy boost. It's it it has a very zen feel and also not overly sweet. And I think mm-hmm. we have a we, we, do have a code we do have a code. If you go, listeners. if you go to Magic Mind and you put in "How to Survive," pretty easy to remember. You will get a, a discount that if you get a certain package, it can be like f- up to forty percent off. Yeah, which is pretty good. I think it's if you get the case, you get a full forty percent off of the right. case, which is a better deal than the per bottle cost. So, right. we, you know, recommend you do that. That's what what we did, and so we're gonna be drinking more of this. Yeah, and didn't it upset my stomach? You know how sometimes like well. Like if I have juice, mm-hmm. you know how sometimes like for a while those that was really the thing. Like you go to you get, I guess juice bars are still oh, a thing, yeah, and then yeah. they put in the shots and stuff, yeah. the immunity stuff, and the juice part kind of like upsets my stomach. But this is very soothing and calming and lovely. There's also no aftertaste. Like it's no, it's like one and done basically. Yeah, and don't quote me. I mean, quote me, I guess, but I'm not a scientist. But I feel like if I drank this, an alligator would not get the drop on me. <gasps> I think you're right. Yeah. I would it's, get I would get the drop on that alligator. Yes, yes. We don't want to. We don't want to say you can fight an alligator. No, no, don't fight it. Just you'll just know where you it can is. Try. You'll see it. You know, this might help you try. <laughs> yeah, just but saying. You'll have probably the confidence to fight an alligator. <laughs> <laughs> you will have misplaced confidence. <laughs> but it says it uh, boosts your energy. I agree. Helps you relax. I agree. Keeps you focused. Mm-hmm. You were actually saying, Garen, because you had it once before that you felt sort of more yeah. focused. Yeah, yeah. And it ha- and it helps with immunity. It has vitamin C, D, and echinacea. And like I said, I've had things like this before that just kind of make me sick. But this one, um, it's very delightful. Yeah, yeah. We, we like Magic Mind. So yeah. if you want to try it, Check head it on out. over to Magic Mind. Pod How to Survive for your discount. Yeah. No, not pod how to survive. How to survive. Oh, jeez, Louise. That's okay. <laughs> why Why does anyone listen to me? <laughs> <laughs> um, and we'll be right back after this. Yes. With our guest. Ready to elevate your home? Picture this. Central heating, a cozy fireplace, or your dream walk-in closet. Build a backyard oasis. Go green with solar panels or start a business. It's all possible with Figure's Home Equity line of credit. Unlock up to $400,000. Apply online in five minutes. Funding in as little as five days. Head to figure.com and transform your home. 
Figure Lending LLC DBA Figure Equal Opportunity Lender NMLS 1717824 Terms and Conditions Apply Visit Figure.com for more information For licensing information go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org Welcome back to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. Hi. Danielle. Christine. What's happening? Well, I, I remembered the show I was talking about, which was Fargo, when I said that the alligator story was sort of reminding me of something. It has that vibe to it. It really does. Yeah. Of the, <laughs> the girlfriend, like, don't use my name. I don't yes. Know, something, something sneaky is going on. She's got her own insider trading. Or she does, yeah. Something right. nefarious. Something nefarious with coupons or something. Maybe we'll get to the bottom of it, and that'll be a second podcast we there do. There you go. <laughs> Well, follow her. Yeah. Uh, we are so excited because in the first half of the show, we were talking about wrestling with an alligator. And in the second half of the show, we're going to talk about wrestling with Paul Gilmartin. How are you, Paul? I'm good. I'm good. I'm happy to be here. And uh, it's nice to, to meet you. It's nice to see you again. And uh, what is your name, sir? <laughs> oh, it's George. Oh, George. George Very nice yeah, to meet yeah. you. You look so familiar. It's Garon. Garon. That's what the... Yes. Somebody uh, vacationed in France. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the, the, like the Uber cars that say, their phones. Yeah. Picking up Garon. And I'm like, oh... Oh, that sounds fancy. It does. Mm, I yeah. feel like a like a bourgeoisie or something. Better put a sweater around my neck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then just fold the ends together. Don't tie it yeah. in a knot. Just no. fold it. Uh, well, you probably know Paul from uh, his podcast, his very successful podcast, Mental Illness Happy Hour, which I have been on. You are a great guest. Oh, thank you. My my uh, husband has been on. But, little known fact it's not a little known fact uh paul and my husband jimmy are very very good friends paul was in our wedding uh i've known paul for as long as i've known jimmy i guess yeah. right as yeah. soon as as soon as uh, we started dating yeah introduced us so we are uh good pals and chris is just meeting him for the first time you will find him as delightful as i do that's a lot of pressure we'll, we'll see yeah. we'll see <laughs> Paul, how are you? I, have I told you my thoughts on blacks? <laughs> ding, 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 ding. We have a system installed where if you get too racist. Yes. Uh, that was the warning system. Yes. Uh, yeah, we were talking about. Do you think Dilbert is happy that his boss got in trouble? Yeah, we, I think he's probably really pissed off. Yeah. Because now the whole company has gone under. Oh, yeah, that's yes. true. We were talking about him earlier and his phrasing of get away from the blacks. <laughs> How did, he, how did he think that was not going no, to he, be? Well, that's what I said. If you watch, I didn't watch the entire thing, but I watched the five minute clip or whatever that was online. He said, he acknowledges like this is, I mean, there's no getting, there's no coming back from this, I think is what he said. It was, yes. it was not unself-aware. Like, mm. He knew what he was doing. Maybe he's just tired. Maybe he's carpal tunnel. He's just tired of drawing. Yeah. And Maybe he he's like, tired well, of tripping over money. Yes. On his way out of the mixed neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I've, I don't know if I've ever read a Zilbert. Is it a whole strip or is it just a one panel? It's, I think it's several. Is yeah. it several okay. panels? I think it's a full panel. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I don't think I've ever read it. So I have no. I just assume it's like sort of some mainstream. Like, it's nine, nine to five satire. Right, 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 right. Anyway, so um, yeah, I think he he wanted to get caught, as yeah. they say. I think that's the end of. Uh, him but i don't know well he did what he did yeah uh so well how are you besides wrestling with poor scott adams uh <laughs> career i'm doing good crash i'm doing good yeah um recovering from shoulder surgery which uh is just a pain in the ass 
And just wait, Chris, you had sh- shoulder surgery, didn't you? On both my shoulders. Yeah. yeah. Because of frozen shoulder, right? Yep. Is yep. that what you had, Paul? Uh, no, um, just wear and tear from being an old guy still oh, playing right. hockey. hockey. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. When did you have it? Uh, January 25th. So it oh, we just had ago, it. Month oh, wow. ago. And it was feeling great. And then one night I reached behind me to pull the blankets up. Oh, don't And do it that. felt oh. like somebody shot me in the arm. Why did you reach for a blanket? Don't reach. I'm dumb. You can't reach for blankets anymore. Yeah. That, those days are over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or at least warm up before you can The do butler like was that. off. Yeah. And uh, I get very confused when he's not there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, in fact, he's across the table. Garan. You oh, know Garan. Garan. Yeah, my That's friend how butler. you're making your extra money. A lot of hats. Where were you, Garan? <laughs> what is the story here? So it would have been 1997 or eight. Okay. Um, and I was in the between. I think between the second and third season of of doing dinner in a movie. And do you uh, need to explain to people? I mean, yeah, I, what, I mean, what dinner in a movie I'm was? I'm sure most yes. people know, but just in yes. case. Uh, it was a TV show on. Well, it was a movie hosting show on TBS uh, that that debuted in 1995 and so we would show a movie and then you would see us in the breaks maybe five breaks throughout the movie maybe two minutes uh, at a time where we talk about the movie uh, and I would uh, a chef was with me who came up with the recipes and my co-host uh, who then was uh, Annabelle Gerwich and uh, and we would cook a recipe themed right. around the movie that we were showing and wrestling WCW uh, was also on TBS right, at okay. that point and so they like to do cross promotions and our it seems like a natural fit sure <laughs> <laughs> do you like your movies interrupted with food and fake sports sure sure <laughs> it's, it's funny when I first started doing the show uh, the first contractors for 16 episodes and I was like I'm so annoyed when anything interrupts my movie <laughs> this thing is not going to last 16 and how, ma- how many years 16 years Jesus Whoa. Christ that's amazing it was a third of my life when it went off the air could not could not believe it um, which gives you a sense of my intuition with show business. Right. Which right. you can then extend out, but turn the successes into failures. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to go the distance. Yes. Uh, so uh, we had on, yeah, I'm sure you remember a, a, a wrestling guy named uh, Randy Savage, Macho Man Randy yes. Savage. Yes. And so uh, he came on the podcast to promote wrestling. And those guys he are came in, on the show. The TV I, I'm show. sorry, not the yeah. podcast, the <laughs> TV <laughs> show. Podcasts weren't even a, Hi. an idea back then. I'm 100. That's okay. <laughs> so he comes on the, uh, the show, and those guys are improvisers at heart. Okay. Um, a lot of what they do, they have bullet points for yeah. what they're going to do, mm-hmm. but they ad lib things. Oh, okay. So, uh, you know, I, I don't even remember what the bullet points were that we had, but, uh, you know, it, it went very well. Everybody was happy. And the whole goal of the thing was uh, we wanted more male viewers because our uh, we our demographic skewed female. They were happy with that, but they wanted to add Because you're eye mouse. candy. That's right. Um, people love uh, fat heads <laughs> and uh, pasty face with glasses. Uh, oh, that's right. You were wearing glasses. I was wearing glasses. Yeah. On. Uh, 
so they came up with the idea, well, why don't we do a cross-promotion where we go on a wrestling event? Okay. And I think a lot of guys, when they were kids, kind of got into the whole wrestling thing and the characters and, you know... but. Well, yeah. Boys have so much physical energy <laughs> and aggression, and um, and so I was like, "Oh, that sounds kind of fun." I had no idea what it was going to be, um, but and to give some some backstory, within the WCW, there was this storyline that a group of the guys went Hollywood and started <laughs> started their own splinter group called. Um, NWO, New World Order. <laughs> and they wore black uh-huh. and they, you know, were full of themselves. And Randy Savage was was okay. one of these guys. So, you know, it was a, a, a way to just create more drama within uh, the shows that okay. they would do, which are typically in, uh, you know, 4,000 plus seat arenas. Right. Um, and so... They said, well, you know, pitch any any ideas that you might have. And so I thought, well, you know, it might be funny if I shoot my mouth off and right before I get my ass kicked, Randy comes in and saves me. Okay. Um, So they said, yeah, that sounds good. We'll we'll pitch it to him. Um, So we fly to Nashville and uh, meet with the head of it, who is this cranky guy named Eric Bischoff. He says, so what's the idea? And I was like, we, we, I thought it was approved. And uh-huh. I said, well, you know, we're going to do this and that. And he's like, no, we don't do comedy on, uh, on this show. We don't do comedy? What? I thought the whole thing was comedy. I thought comedies. the whole thing was like... <laughs> Which was my thought exactly. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, I thought some of it was... In, I, I, I'm not a wrestling fan. I don't right. watch it. I thought some of it was intentionally sort of... I mean, I know some of it's it, you know, supposed to be dramatic. Yes. I thought some of it was intentionally... My thought exactly. Tongue-in-cheek. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I think yeah. WCW was supposed to be the edgier oh. wrestling at the time. Because yeah. WWF was like the family whatever one and then WCW came oh. out. Like, okay. I gotcha. And was I Annabelle think. with you? No. It oh, was uh, just... Claude and I. So Claude was the chef. Right. Okay. So uh, we're sitting backstage and everybody's looking at each other like, well, what are we going <laughs> to do? And I said, well, you know, I, I didn't fly <laughs> here from Los Angeles to turn around and go back home. And Randy Savage is sitting in there, and he goes, "You could take the diamond cutter." What? And, and, and I go, <laughs> "I'm so scared." And I go, "What's the diamond cutter?" He goes, "Oh, brother, <laughs> <laughs> your phone's gonna be ringing off the hook." <laughs> so there was this character who was, excuse me, I got a cough. Just doing his voice is so <clears throat> hard. Uh, there was a character named Diamond Dallas Page, who is 6'7", 280, and he was not with the NWO. Okay. And so the the idea would be that uh, I would shoot my mouth off and I would uh, take the diamond cutter. The diamond cutter is a move where he walks up to you. He pretends that he's turning away from you and walking away. He reaches behind himself, wraps his arm around your head and then jumps up and falls to the ground. Okay, I can picture it. And so it it looks like your head is taking the full weight 
of everything. And he, so he says to the Diamond Dallas page comes in there and he says, you won't get hurt uh. if you just go with me, if you just throw your feet up in the air. And because he goes, you know, my arm will take the brunt of it. Okay, because he's uh, going to fall on his own arm. He's going to fall on his own arm. So we practice it once or twice in the spring-loaded cage. Okay, okay. You know, a ring. Hurt like (gasps) fucking hell. And we're going to do it on a little set-up cooking kitchen that has no give to it. Oh, no. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, my God. So where did it hurt? Was it like your head hurt? my, My arm Mostly. Okay. Is this what happened to your shoulder? It's trying yeah, to make sense. <laughs> yeah. We thought about that. Making some connections. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm sitting backstage with Claude. And so so the the, the gist of it is going to be that Claude and I, they throw to us, you know, in a break. And, you know, our, here are our guests from dinner and a movie, and they're cooking a recipe. And so we're cooking a recipe. And uh, Gene is the guy who's the announcer. So he's interviewing us, and we start, uh, and this is all a part of it, we start right. insulting him. And, you know, he's like, oh, you know, this is, uh, I, I, I'm not going to stand for this. You know, what is going on? And I start calling out uh, Diamond Dallas Page. And he comes storming out. So I'll just I'll pause the story there, but that's where it's supposed to happen. He's gonna the the the, the line that I will say is, uh, you you wouldn't hurt a hurt a guy with glasses, would you? And then he's gonna throw the diamond cutter on me. So we're standing backstage, and it's or sitting backstage. Sorry about the noise. And uh, it's I don't know hour or two. And Claude is very supportive. He's saying walk around. You know, use your legs while you can. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hilarious! And uh, and they come up to me, the the people that run the wrestling event, and they go, "Oh, uh, we forgot to tell you, when the audience gets riled up, they throw coins and batteries." No, no <laughs> batteries. Wait, no yes. coins and batteries. Oh my god, that's yes. allowed. Well, they can't they stop can't it. They can't stop it. Right? Okay. Yes. So if you look, there's a YouTube video. Of this. Oh, I'm so excited. I'll give you guys the the link to it. So when you see uh, about, I don't know, halfway through it, if you look, there's a there's an apron hanging on the on the back of the set and you can see it a couple of times puff because something is is hitting it. So I'm just going, well, I'm doing it for the show. We got to get more male viewers. Oh you my know, God. I'm being a good employee. You are such a team player. It, it might be fun. Oh. But of course, a narcissist <laughs> in me, like 4,000 people are going to see. Right. Me, you know. Uh, and so I'm, I'm just pacing back and forth. And I'm like, oh, my God, what have I gotten myself into? So they introduce us. Ladies and gentlemen, it be, and before I even get my foot out of the curtain I hear this guy yell you're dead cooking boy (laughs) yes yes oh my god oh no so we get out there and you know it's Claude and I Claude and Claude isn't going to take any abuse his thing is just you know he's making the the dish with me. He's insulting Gene with me, and the and the reveal is uh, after we insult Gene, we've both got 
uh, chef's coats on, we rip them open, and we've got NWO t-shirts oh, on. And okay. that ignites the crowd, half of whom love the NWO, mm-hmm. half of whom hate the NWO. Okay. You know, Gene is, you know, quote-unquote, insulted, storms right. off. I'm there calling out Diamond Dallas Page. He comes out there, and he doesn't tell me that he's going to do this, but he starts tearing apart the kitchen. Oh, no! Throwing shit, rips the 200-pound counter off Are you kidding? The island throws it, and and you could see Claude and I reacting like uh, children, <laughs> terrified children whose father has come home drunk. <laughs> it was we, there was no acting in that, and so you know he confronts me, and uh, and I say, "Come on, you wouldn't hurt a guy with glasses," and he does the thing, and. My glasses explode. Oh my god! My arm is bleeding. Bleeding. Uh, it, it, but my adrenaline. He said, "Your adrenaline is going to be so jacked up, you won't feel anything." And I, and I truly didn't until hours <sighs> later. But uh, so then the the part of the plan of it is I lay there and just before they cut to commercial break they come out and pull me off on a stretcher right, okay. and the announcer says I don't think Paul Gilmartin's going to make the third season of dinner in a movie <laughs> so oh oh and we had we had a I don't know I, I can't remember why it was a celebratory cake for something but I'm laying there uh on the ground, and again, Diamond Dallas Page didn't told me he was going to do this. I'm sure he was just improvising. Picks the cake up and throws it on my head. No. Oh, <laughs> my God. So I don't have a change of clothes. So now I'm backstage. I'm covered with cake. Oh, ew. And I've got a shower now. And so imagine, like in the shower, are the guys who have previously wrestled, roided out, <laughs> six foot five. Sweaty. I was like a freshman in high school oh. again. Just like, oh my God. And weren't you already God. like tiny in high school? Yes. Right. Yes. So this is just like. This is just a yeah. flashback yeah. to the humiliation of my body in high school. Oh. And, um, but they were really cool. And one of the guys, Steve McMichael, uh, who was a Chicago Bear during their heyday when they won the Super Bowl. Oh so God. he was a guy that like... Super Bowl shuffle? Yes. Oh, my yes. God. From that era, so he was a, a character. too. <laughs> 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 and he congratulates me on how well I oh. took the diamond cutter. And I was like, it, from then on, it was, it was all worth it. Oh. And uh, so I get dressed. Do they give I you go, extra clothes, I hope? No, I don't. I don't remember. I think I just put my cake covered oh. clothes back oh. back on. I don't. I don't remember. Maybe they give me an NWO uh, shirt. I'm sure. I'm to. sure they they did. But uh, everybody was happy because we're going to get more more men, yes. more male viewers. Yeah. yeah. I get home. Uh, I check my email, and the first email I get is, "Dude, I saw you on." WCW taking the diamond cutter. You are a pussy. <laughs> no. And he, he didn't say no. pussy. He used the F word. Oh. Oh. F A. Oh, yeah. got it. Got it. Yes. Got it. Got it. Fully yeah. spelled. Oh, Not three no. letters. No, no asterisks. No asterisk. <laughs> and I just. I mean, I. But wait. What did that and I couldn't hold a pen cooler? for three days. What? Yes. Wait, what? Yeah, my what my arm was fucked up. Yeah, but oh, it, no. it, I would never fire up 
a clip of my stand-up or uh, the TV show and say, you got to watch this, but people come over in my house and I go, you got to watch <laughs> You gotta watch this. So, was that the general consensus of the fans? Was that you were a uh, yes. wimp? I, shall we say? I don't think so. I think some people were like, "Yeah, that was great." You know, he's a sport for of taking course. it. There wasn't really a forum for me to find find out. I didn't. I didn't really <laughs> right, watch was... it. But today, if people ever talk about, you know, who are the members of the NWO, somebody <laughs> will always chime in. You know, Paul Gilmartin is an so honorary great. member. And it'll get comments on YouTube uh, sometimes, that, that clip. But, so, yeah. of course, the, huge, the big question is, did you get more male viewers as I, a result of this? I don't even know. Oh, I don't yeah. even know. It's, I, it's I an amazing it. story, though. I doubt it. And then his wife, Diamond Dallas Page's wife, came on two years later and did some kind of move on me that hurt even more than the one that he did. Yeah. Jeez. I don't even remember what the move was, but uh, yeah, so... so it does hurt. It, it, it does hurt. And it probably hurt more on the set than it did on the spring-loaded yeah. ring. Yeah, it definitely did. I mean, 6'7", you got to reach really far back. This guy to... was so oh my fucking God. big. Do you... So big. Oh, and he said to me, if you try anything funny, I'm going to get real. <laughs> that wasn't real. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Like, put on a... Groucho glasses and like, what would you do that would be you know, something go, funny? Go and try to tackle him oh, or something. Yeah, that's, something no. off script. No surprises from you. No. no, he was the only one who could have surprises. No, he just goes, put your put your <laughs> face where your feet were, and you'll be okay. Oh my god! Did you have any lasting? No, no pain. No, okay, no after good. about three days, I was able to start okay. using a pen. That was yeah. scary. It, just hit, it just hit him twenty years later. Right. With the yes. <laughs> oh my god. I hope t- it was TBS, right? TBS. TBS. Yeah. I hope TBS was happy with you and pleased. I probably earned some brownie points. I hope from, so. From doing that. Oh, my God. That's an amazing story. I'm so grossed out by food on people that that probably would be more upsetting. The cake on me and in, in my hair would be more upsetting to me <laughs> than, like, bashing my arm. Yeah. That is so great. And if you're going to throw food on me, throw a fruit pie. <laughs> You, what, I'm you a prefer, pie guy. You're a pie guy, so yeah. you prefer the fruit. With, okay, what, a, what, a, what an unnecessary amount of sugar. <laughs> what is I that? want that on my tombstone. Okay. <laughs> what an unnecessary amount of sugar. Yeah, if you're going to have sugar, okay. have a nice fruit pie. What is your favorite fruit pie? Probably uh, strawberry rhubarb or tart one. cherry. That's good. Yeah, I don't like cherry pie. I don't uh, like anything cherry. We're done. Yeah, we're I know. Done. Paul. I'm so glad we finally had you on. Yeah, this was a very, it was a fantastic story. Thank it's you. so funny. Um, he's dead. What was the what was the quote? You're, you're dead, cooking boy. You're dead, cooking boy. <laughs> Love it. So they knew who you were. That's nice. Yeah, I guess they must have. <laughs> I want to see that on a T-shirt with like yes. Paul's head in a head, yes. like in a big muscular arms headlock. Yes, with just like with his, his glasses shattering. Yeah, and like, his like face scared. <laughs> you're oh dead, cooking boy. <laughs> All right. And we will be right back with what did we learn today? Chris. Yes. Are you ready to learn what we learned today? Teach me. Don't forget all the fun you get with Patreon. I won't. 
Last year, in response to an Elon Musk tweet, Scott Adams tweeted, I've been identifying as black for a year and no complaints yet. Makes sense in my case. I've lost three jobs because of racist white bosses who discriminated against me, and approximately half of all white people hate me. Black people treat me better on average. All true. Wow, what a fucking idiotic... Are his, are his strips that pithy? Like, can he can't even follow the... Can we get him banned from just writing everything? <laughs> Alligators and crocodiles are different species, though both come from the crocodile order. They're both unique in the size, color, and shape of their snout. Winona Ryder, the actress whose six-day shoplifting trial drew national attention and stirred tabloid frenzy, was found guilty of grand theft and vandalism for walking off with more than $5,500 worth of designer goods from Beverly Hills department store Saks. So we don't know what the actual goods were, but they were goods. Mm -hmm. They were good goods. They were good goods. Designer goods. Designer goods. Respect the Gators home. You will be lunch. Don't mess with the babies. Mom will come for you. If an alligator pulls you into the water, fight like hell. You will likely drown before the gator kills you. So that's what you're going to die of, drowning, not chomping chompings. Run as fast and as far as you can away from the gator. Do not zigzag. A gator can and will swim off with your arm. (laughs) Hopefully it's the one with your Apple Watch on so it can track its location. That's so smart, Garen. Thank you for that tip. So buy an Apple Watch. Yeah. If you don't have one. two just to be safe. That's true. You don't know which arm. You think, well, uh, yes. And also you might want one so you know where you are. So you can get to safety. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. We didn't touch on this within the core of the episode, but you have a relative who recently experienced proximity to an alligator yes well i don't know the story yet so oh, okay. i'm gonna i'll get a little tease. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get the, this is a tease i'm gonna try to get the information for next week's episode but okay. my brother and his girlfriend right just returned from florida where i was told by my dad they were going so that amanda could wrestle an alligator <laughs> and i was like okay like i i i was i of course had some follow-up questions but i i didn't question it i sure i, I was took it at face value and so then I texted my brother and said, did Amanda wrestle an alligator in Florida or was dad just saying that like or yeah. getting the wrong information? He texted me back and said, we went hunting in Florida and she hunted an alligator. Oh, oh. and I got a picture of her with her kill oh, smiling gosh. of an alligator and he hunted a boar. <sighs> OK, which, I saw these pictures, but I didn't know out of context I sent the pictures to Danielle to, to show her. I'll, I'll, I'll show you too, Garen. And um, if they give me permission, I'll include them in the newsletter. But um, I, I do think that boar are considered an invasive species, so they encur- mm-hmm. and they encourage oh, hunting them okay. because of that that reason. And uh, you can eat them, and they're delicious, probably like as bacon yeah. is. But I don't know if alligators are also encouraged to be hunted there as an invasive species because, you know, they have that campaign. I know this from watching Killing It, which is a show I think was underrated and I loved it. Um, A sitcom on Paramount. I always want to say no Peacock Um, with Craig Robinson and that actress. I think is so funny. The Australian. Thank you. Something Claire something anyway, uh, where they have you hunt 
I'm going off the rails. Am I crashing? <laughs> I think you're crashing. You're catching what I was the, the bow. The, they hunt the big pythons and for money. Yeah. It's a contest. Right. Like they encourage people to go hunt pythons. Anyway, so I don't know what the story is. Oh, because they're invading. They're invading. Like, they're not Florida supposed to be there. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah and they're yeah, so yeah. invasive that they're like paying people to go hunt them. Right. But, but you don't know if that's what your brother and sister-in-law or girlfriend. His girlfriend. Yeah. I mean, I, I want more details. Yes. I, I, I don't know if she was like. Listen, I've always wanted to go wrestle an alligator, and he's like, well, you can't, but you can go hunt one. Or if she was like, if my dad got the information wrong, like, I need... I want to know what they did with the alligator afterwards. Yeah, did they eat it? Did they... Yeah. Did they, is she going to get a handbag and a pair of matching shoes, right. and then they turned the rest into jerky and meat? Because you can't eat them. I right. mean, I ate crocodile when I was in Australia. I don't think it was alligator, because I think it's... Yeah, it's it's crocodiles they have in Australia. Yeah. And, you know, it's fine. It's like tastes a little bit like chicken. And so you can order it at restaurants in some places of the world. I just I want more information. I think we all deserve more information about this story. And so I texted her on the way here and she wasn't available, but she said she was happy to give me all the details. Oh, so I'm going to get them for us because I think we all want to know. This is a nice little tease. So next week I'm going to have information about this. Okay, so before we go, we're going to name some of our Patreon subscribers. We're going to give them the shout-out they deserve. I want to thank our patrons. Yeah. Who have been so wonderful to us. Absolutely. First of all, Clorinda Valente. Oh, my God, that's the best name I ever heard in my life. Kalindra? Clorinda? Clorinda. Clorinda. Clorinda Valente. Okay. First off, thank you for being a subscriber and having the best name. Yeah. Tim Paul. Two first names. Not a fan, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Thanks for keeping it simple, Tim. This yeah, Tim. signed up for. Uh, Maria Giacchio. Now, I'm sorry, Maria. I think it's Giacchio. But if it's Giacchio, it's not. Two C's in Italian. It's Giacchio, right? Could it be Giacchio? It could be Giacchio. You know what, Maria? Let us know. We don't know, but it's beautiful. Regardless. It's beautiful. It's not and like this Tim Paul nonsense. Tim, we love you. <laughs> don't let Danielle just keep insulting you like that. You know what? You can you can just don't laugh. That's what I say. Yeah. Don't laugh at her insults. No. Uh we get to get a to get a insult from Danielle is like it's, yeah, it's, it's a gift. It's it's like a rose from a bachelor. Yeah, it's it is. It really is. You've been given a rose, Tim. That's right. Next off, we have Anthony Sanchez okay. or Sanchez. Anthony Sanchez. Sanchez. Nice. Wonderful name. Anything to say? I love it. I I, I I think maybe Tony Sanchez would sound even better, but I actually really like the name Anthony. Yeah. I really like that. I like Tony too, but I like when people go by their full names. I always yes. think it almost always sounds better. Yes. Not always. But I like, I very much like Anthony. It's a good, strong name. It's a strong name. This is the perfect time to tell you my full name. Oh, no. Garanovich? Garandipity. Garandipity. Yeah. Garandipity. He said it with such a straight face that I got to tell you, for a half a second, for a half a second, oh, I, believed I bought it. into it. I believed it myself for a second. I, you believed it yourself? <laughs> Garandipity. Based on the fact that his parents had a leather and lace themed oh, wedding. That wasn't oh, his that, parents. That was, that was, that was his, my mom. Oh, your mom, your stepdad. Second yeah. husband. Yes. Second husband. You don't yeah. have to refer to him as stepdad. I was like, Garandipity, yep, I buy it. Did you come up with that off <laughs> the top of your head? Now, that was just brilliant. That was great. Garandipity is brilliant. Guys, it's the magic of magic. Mind yes, it's the dream. That joke. <laughs> um, and final thanks yep. go to Steph Anderson. Steph Anderson, another solid name. Solid name. We have a lot more 
patrons to yeah. thank in our um, assess the situation tier. Yes. And we're going to get to you. Don't worry. We just didn't get to you on this episode because we can't make three hour episodes, you guys. Right. Because we have three hours worth of names to read. <laughs> so maybe one day we're, we're going to get to you. We're getting there. And we're going to get to you. We're going to get to. Oh, no, I'm sorry. You're your seek shelter tier. Not assess the situation. Oh, yes. Seek, seek shelter. shelter is the third tier. Um, Danielle cannot wait to uh, make fun of your name. Look, I did. I just it was just the one. Just no, the first it, having two first names always throws me a little bit. So if you have a first, if you have two first <laughs> names, you might want to think about changing your no. name now and then submit the paperwork. Go to the courthouse, get your new name turned into us in time by maybe next week. I don't know because I don't know if you're coming. Uh, I don't. Who knows? It's it's a gamble at this maybe point. Maybe Timothy Paul. I'm just suggesting. Maybe you want to go by Timothy Paul. Timothy Paul. Like the whole name. Don't ever call him Timothy. I love the name Timothy. 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 Timothy Chalamet. It's fine. I, Tim is fine too. I liked him. I Tim's dated a, a guy named solid, Tim. Have I ever dated a Tim? Oh, it's going to take a couple minutes. Hold on. <laughs> Probably. It seems like I would have. I don't think so, though. No. All right. Well, anyway, thank you so much, everyone. Thank you. We and really appreciate until it. Until next time, remain, remain calm. calm.